This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Monday, March 28, 2022, and this show we are going to talk about slapping. Not the fake staged slapping that was happening at the Oscars last night, but the real slapping of impeachment notices, preservation notices, and investigation notices on the Biden regime by Republicans as they prepare to storm into congressional majorities. We'll cover it all on this show and how dangerous it is for the Biden regime just as Joe Biden is making it very dangerous for all of us in this country as he gaffs his way through Europe, threatening war and ratcheting up the tensions. Boy, this trip has been a disaster, but not as big of a disaster as Joe Biden's recent polling. Woof. My name is Benny Johnson. We'll cover it all on this episode of The Benny Show. You're t- I am tempted to explain it potentially as hive mind group think that they all acted in concert so quickly but to your point they all said the exact same thing as well they quoted russian disinformation the same exact things that our intelligence many within our intelligence community were saying as well leading you i would hope to the exact type of investigation that you are talking about where was this coordination coming from i would love to go on congressman i'm really tied up against it. if you have something very quick i'd love to hear it just that uh, both Clapper and Brennan uh, received the same letters because they Perfect. clearly were part of those coordinated effort for the intelligence community to tell people there was no there there when there was a there there. Can't wait to find out the truth to expose the truth. Congressman Darrell, I said thank you so much. Good morning, dear viewer. I hope your weekend was wonderful. I spent mine in Orlando with my wife having a baby moon. We brought our little one-year-old. It's our last big weekend away before we have a new baby in the Johnson household, and we're very, very excited about that. And so we were chilling out. We were peaceful. We were relaxed. We drove home. It's only about an hour from where we live. We drove home, and I flipped on the uh, Oscars last night. I didn't actually turn it on. I was just watching, you know, the internet commentary. And there was really nothing going on. There was a really cringeworthy don't say gay joke that was told by Amy Schumer and everyone was like, oh, blah, so boring. And then the slap. I woke up this morning and there was a slap. Will Smith allegedly went up and slapped Chris Rock. And I thought to myself, well, 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 this is so convenient. It's a very, very convenient that in a show that has had declining and collapsing ratings for so long and has utterly gone into the abyss of irrelevance that something was able to be manufactured in order to get everyone to start talking about the Oscars. And I spoke with my team this morning. I said, should we cover this? And I decided, no, the only slaps that actually matter in society right now are the slaps that are happening against the Biden administration from Republicans preparing to engage in the strongest oversight in American history. The slaps of subpoenas, the slaps of preservation requests, and the slaps to the morale of the 
entire administration, which is in abject collapse. And we will cover that all on today's show. Republicans are getting not a open hand, but a closed hand ready for the Biden regime when they take power in November. It's not going to be pretty. This is why you're seeing historic numbers of Democrats leaving Congress. That doesn't make any sense. They're in the majority. Why wouldn't they stay? Well, dear viewer, the reality is they all know that they are on the ghost ship sailing off into the sky and they are not coming back. This is not going to be a pretty year for Democrats. They don't have somebody who can campaign with them. In Joe Biden, they don't have any approval ratings and any accomplishments that they can run on, and Republicans are ready to make their lives a living hell. And we can say that with definitive candor this morning because we've been texting and communicating with a number number of members of Congress who are friends of the show, who are filling us in on the plans for this coming red wave, and it is going to be glorious, ladies and gentlemen. So let me just say this about the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. One, if you're defending your wife and you're actually upset, don't smack a man. You punch a man. All right? If you really want to make a statement, you don't smack anyone. My wife was telling me this morning, uh, if somebody really insults me and gets you this angry, uh, and you go up and you just go to his little powdery cheek, uh, that's not really defending your woman. Number two... Everyone who's low information on the internet is going, Will Smith defended his woman, but the same people are talking about Katanji Brown Jackson and praising her for not knowing what a woman is. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. This isn't going to be your moment to say like, wow, we stand up for traditional values and men defending their wives when all these people have done has been to collapse and destroy, attack savage and undergird traditional values in our culture. You don't get to have it both ways. I think that this is a coarse and staged uh, play for views and for relevancy. That's what I personally believe. I think that the Oscars, and you can see it clearly, were plunging in the ratings, and this is just a relevancy play. Uh, And I'm sure you are sick of hearing me talk about it, but the reason I'm spending just a teeny bit of time on it is because Andrew Breitbart was a mentor of mine, and Andrew Breitbart always says that politics is downstream of culture. Culture does matter. What happens in Hollywood, what happens with tastemakers and society matter. That's why we do the show every single day. That's why we love you as our audience. It's why these things are important, and it's important to call out the BS. It's important because these things are seen by lots of people And there's got to be a counter-narrative. There's got to be people who engage in culture. If you're not engaging, you're losing. If you're not fighting, you're losing. The enemy within, they push where there's mush. And so if you're not putting up a strong effort to say, no, you can't say that it's honorable for Will Smith to defend his woman when you can't define what a woman is. No, you don't get to have your cake and eat it too. You don't get to have both sides. You can't say that you're proud of him for traditional values, defending his marriage of traditional values, when the guy is a total creepbag Scientologist who has an open marriage with his wife and two totally messed up kids. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. You don't get to have it both ways. And quite frankly, like, if you look at the video, Chris Rock is, like, wincing and, and, and like, leaning into it. I Listen, I did research, and the last thing I'll say on this is the last thing I'll say. The last thing I'll say. It's like the Zapruder film, right? Y'all will be able to come up with your own opinions. But I'm an American. I have a free speech right uh, as an American, and so I'm going to say what I believe. I looked up, and we have an excellent team on this show, and I'm 
thank God every single day for them. We have researchers on this show who go in and they write, they help us write and create and construct. And you watching this show and supporting this show really helps us and helps them and helps us build this team so that we can deliver real news to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I did research. I told my team as soon as we saw this, get into the weeds here. I want to find out who these people are. Chris Rock, Will Smith, who are they? Why would they hit each other on national television? Why isn't Will Smith getting arrested? That doesn't make any sense. If I were to go up to the maitre d' at the Olive Garden uh, here in town and say, where's my free breadsticks? And smack the maitre d' at the Olive Garden in the face. You can trust that I would be leaving that Olive Garden in handcuffs and spending the night in jail while they figure out if they're going to press charges. Count on it. What led to World War II? There's a lot of factors. But one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out-of-control inflation for a fiat currency looks like. Insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real, real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. So I told my team, who are these men? Find out. And you wouldn't believe what they got back to me with as the backgrounds for Will Smith and Chris Rock. It turns out they're both professional actors. I know. It's kind of a, it comes, comes as a shock to me. comes as a shock to you. What these men do for a living is they perform uh, uh, in front of the cameras and that they're actors on a stage. And that's what they've done for like the better part of 40 years. And so I know this is coming as a shock to all Americans right now. Uh, but it turns out that both these men are indeed professional actors. So I'll let you uh, make your own decisions here as to what happened there. But again, we're going to comment on big cultural things. We talk about the Super Bowl on this show. I wasn't planning on talking about the Oscars at all, except for the incredible cringe. But now everyone's talking about it. So those are uh, my two, my, those are my flaming hot two cents. And that is that. The real slaps that matter in society are the slaps that are happening to the Biden administration, actually the closed fist punches that are happening to the Biden administration vis-a-vis the growing angry Republican chorus of investigative motions toward the Biden administration and their criminality. I think that in our lifetime, certainly in the next few years, we may see the collapse of the Biden crime family, and with it, some of the worst elements of our deep state. Let's go ahead and read what happened with Daryl Issa this weekend as it pertains to some of the top spy chiefs and intel chiefs in our country. That is the direction to go. That is correct. The super state, the permanent state, 
in Washington that actually makes the decisions and lives well beyond any administration in which they serve or create, ladies and gentlemen. Daryl Issa of California said on Sunday, Fox News, we played you the clip that engaging in a conspiracy over Hunter Biden's laptop with the intelligence community and the media This assisted in Joe Biden's win for the 2020 election. GOP lawmakers have been demanding answers from after the New York Times authenticated Hunter Biden's laptop. ISA dropped the bombshell accusations as New York York representative and number three in House leadership, Elise Stefanik, said that they will be subpoenaing Hunter Biden when they win back control of Congress to find out who the big guy is. Remember, 10% for the big guy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the crime of the century. It certainly is the biggest crime in American politics. Joe Biden is the big guy. He was getting big, fat cuts of massive business deals around the country whilst he was vice president. The smoking gun is there, and it is red hot. The American people absolutely deserve answers, Stefanik told The Post on Saturday. There's no greater ethical concern or, frankly, conspiracy whether the president is compromised because of his legal ties to family members. What a good talking point that is smoking. Earlier this week, ISA sent preservation notices to White House aides and tech companies and intelligence officers telling them that they need to keep their records uh, uh, as they are pertained to the Hunter Biden story from October 2020. Well, one of the reasons I said the pre- sent the preservation letters uh, that those notices, if you then destroy the evidence, you are in fact evading Congress and suppressing evidence, ISA said on Fox News Sunday. We've had this in the past, obviously. We've had that with Hillary Clinton and her attempt to destroy evidence of her illegal activities. Boom, Daryl ISA coming in, smoking hot on this topic and making it criminal for the people who engaged in the largest conspiracy theory in modern political history to try and destroy evidence of that conspiracy. The conspiracy being this. They all knew that the laptop was authentic. The FBI had a copy of that laptop in 2018. The FBI had been sitting on a copy of that laptop, and they let Donald Trump get impeached for something that they knew was true. Donald Trump said, hey, the Bidens have some really shady business going on in Ukraine. There's evidence of it, and the FBI stayed completely silent, zip, threw away the key when Donald Trump was making those accusations, even though they were sitting there on the damn laptop the entire time. So instead... The intelligence agencies got together, colluded, and wrote a letter with zero evidence saying that the laptop was Russian disinformation, which in and of itself was election rigging and election disinformation. They're now glad of it. They're bragging online. Various members of the intel community have no remorse about rigging an election against the American people. It makes you wonder how many times have they done it in the past? If these people have no remorse about doing this, how many times have they, look, how, how much interference have they engaged in in the democratic process? Do we even have a democracy? Do we have a republic? No, we don't. And these people, quite frankly, they're proud of triggering regime change all around the world. It's been their entire modus operandi. Regime change, regime change, regime change. It needs to stop. It's destabilizing to everyone, including this country. And ladies and gentlemen, these people need to suffer. They need to stop turning their espionage weapons against the American people And that must end now. Too many people are awake. So slap, slap, slap. Here we go. Keep on slapping. Stefanik says that she's going to subpoena Hunter Biden. This from the New York Post. It should concern every American, says Elise Stefanik, number three in the House, that they did this for Biden's family's financial gain 
which came at a cost to our national security. She's exactly right. And you are well aware of what evidence exists on the laptop. Dirty deals with the worst people on planet Earth, including our geopolitical enemies like the Chinese, the Russians, the Ukrainians, so many different and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pause here to say like it's not about these countries being evil it's the various oligarchs and the various corrupt institutions inside these countries that are in charge that Hunter Biden was going to and hustling and selling out this country for these dirty deals and doing it through the access point of his father being vice president he flew on air force 2 to china and then he left with a billion dollar financial asset package to manage from the Chinese government who don't like handing out billions of dollars to random cokeheads. I know it's going to seem crazy. Not a good business play. He's flying on Air Force Two to get that deal done. It's criminal, guys. The big guy, a mysterious moniker found in the hard drive, is described as a partner in a Chinese business venture entitled to 10% of the profits, according to a laptop email from Hunter Biden's business partner, James Gillar. The big guy's share was to be held for him by Hunter. Hunter Biden has never voluntarily explained who the big guy is and has never been asked the question uh, in multiple friendly interviews. That's one of the critical questions, perhaps the most critical question, Stefanik says, saying that the big guy was Joe Biden. Tony Bobulinski, another Hunter Biden business partner who appeared frequently uh, in the hard drive emails, so this guy truly did know what was going on. He managed all the Biden assets, says that there's no question Joe Biden was the big guy. If confirmed, it would tie the president to a complete web of shady foreign business ventures and his son's entanglement over the last decade. The American people deserve answers. Thank God for members of Congress that are finally doing their damn jobs. Jim Jordan, along with them, saying that, hey, listen, Joe Biden's going to get impeached, man. Jim Jordan saying it's time for us to start openly talking about Joe Biden's impeachment. Republican Ohio Representative Jim Jordan said Friday that the House of Representatives needs to discuss the possibility of impeaching Joe Biden. Jordan, the top Republican in the House Judiciary Committee, cited Biden's inability to handle the large influx of migrants on the U.S. border, the Washington Times reported. The Ohio Representative said multiple impeachments would have to be agreed upon by every House Republican. I think it's definitely a discussion we have to have, Jordan said. The conference has to decide. You have complete buy-in from the entire conference and leadership of our conference. It's immigration. The reason why you should go at immigration is not because it's particularly the hottest issue. Some people have been talking about immigration. Some people care a lot about other things like inflation, the collapse of the dollar. Maybe this isn't your key issue. The reason why this is the focal point and the pressure point upon which to finally break Joe Biden's administration is because of the law. We've done numerous segments about the word and the letter of the law. It's in black and white, and it was passed. Immigration bills have been passed by Congress in every single generation, and many of them, most of them, the most stringent ones, come from Democrat Congresses. These are the laws of the land, and you can prove openly that Joe Biden is and his DHS secretary, Secretary Mayorkas, is egregiously and willingly violating the word of law. They are going out and not enforcing and not following the rule of law, making it up as they go, which is illegal. The job of DHS is not to set their own policy, is to follow the policies of laws prescribed by Congress, and Congress is very, very clear 
as to how you are supposed to manage a border. It's a felony to stay in this country. If you are not invited here, if you came here illegally, you need to turn yourself over to Border Patrol, and it's Border Patrol's job to expressly kick you out of the damn country because it's illegal to do that. You are a felon. Joe Biden is engaging in felonous acts and engaging and allowing felons to remain in this country because you have broken our laws by stepping over our border without being invited and doing it in an illegal manner. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. There is a legal manner to enter this country, and when you do it illegally, you must be punished. And if you're an administration that is openly acting in defiance of the law, then you must be impeached. That's how Congress checks the president. Congress passes a law that says, you got to do X. It gets signed into law, and then the president does Y and says, bite it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the grounds for impeachment. That's the breaking of the law. That's why this is a fruitful field to hoe. And it's what Jim Jordan exactly should be doing. And they should begin at the lowest levels, impeachment of DHS officials, moving up and up to Secretary Mayorkas, and then moving up to the president himself, because these will be bombshell hearings. Said Ted Ted Cruz, of course, of Texas, the state that is the most violated and the most in danger because of Biden's policy says that Biden could be impeached if Republicans regain control of the House in 22 in the midterm elections, whether it's justified or not, the Texas Tribune reported. Democrats weaponized impeachment, Ted Cruz said, referring to House Democrats twice impeaching former President Trump. They used it for partisan purposes to go after Trump because they disagreed with him. One of the real disadvantages of doing that is that the more you weaponize it and turn it into a partisan cudgel, you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander, essentially saying, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to happen to you. You set the rules, it's going to happen to you. Part of the reason why Joe Biden must be impeached that we strongly agree with on this program is because he's making the world a more dangerous place. And don't let them cover up with a slap or with any type of distraction what Joe Biden did this weekend as Joe Biden plunged the world closer to World War III. This has been an unmitigated disaster, Biden's trip to Europe. Biden has been in Europe for the last four days. It has been a nightmare for America and for peace on this planet. Joe Biden has had to have 
His statements corrected by the White House in multiple instances and has had to have hair on fire, press secretary corrections, and his own secretary of state, Anthony Blinken, corrections, and Jen Psaki was out with COVID, so Jen Psaki was stateside, and Jean uh, Jean Pierre, who is Jen Psaki's replacement, she also has COVID, we wish her well, that was just announced this morning, so it's about to get worse. Things are getting dangerous. The words of the president matters. So when you have a president that has no words and is essentially a houseplant that is going to walk ass backwards this country into war by stating that Russia needs regime change, calling Russia's president a butcher and telling the 82nd Airborne that they're going to be deployed to Ukraine. Well, these things are ratchet up the temperature, not bring them down. Now we have to state for all the fact checkers out there that the White House has walked back these statements. Th- th- that shouldn't be the job of the White House. What, which presidency have we been through? We've been through George Bush and Donald Trump. Both of them were attacked nonstop by the corporate press for being terrible at speaking and being so bad at talking with the American people. I've never, ever and I lived through both those presidencies and paid very close attention, has seen a time when the White House had to be like, actually, Donald Trump didn't mean to declare war on this country or state regime change for the country with the number one nuclear arsenal on planet Earth. Russia has the most nuclear weapons of any country on Earth. So talking to their president as though he's someone that you're just going to push out of office, not very smart, deeply, deeply Dangerous to saber rattle toward the world's foremost nuclear power. Dangerous stuff. Let's talk about it. Joe Biden kicked off his European trip in Poland by speaking with troops and eating pizza with them. Biden appeared to be having trouble eating his jalapeno pizza. (laughs) Oh, we spoke about this in an earlier live. We got, I mean, okay. Listen, the job of the commander-in-chief, when the job of the commander-in-chief is... (laughs) Look at the photo. (laughs) Look at these members of the armed forces sitting there watching Joe Biden painfully choke down a piece of jalapeno pizza and then wipe his eyes and literally start choking. I mean, this, this, this pizza almost put Biden, almost put Biden like down. He was down for the count. Call K- TKO, call in the water, guys. Take Biden out. Tough stuff. <laughs> not, this is not a Warther's original flavored pizza. Let's just say that. And more, most importantly, the top commanding officer always eats last. Look at all these guys. They have no food in front of them. And Joe Biden's just like shoving jalapenos down his old, dry, crusty throat. And it is going like he like he cries out he's like, he literally wipes his eyes because he's crying because he has spicy pizza pizza <laughs> all right the purpose of a trip to visit the troops is to show them that you as the commander in chief are strong and that you have their back and that you yourself have a backbone and that you are not just a decrepit weary wheezing old houseplant So when you go and sit down with the troops and you eat a piece of jalapeno pizza and you start sobbing, crying, coughing, choking, and by the way, you're eating instead of serving them, which would have been the smart thing to do, you pick up the pizza box and give it to all the various 
members of the armed services that are there in the room and you serve everyone as you are the commander in chief. No, you start wheezing and crying. You see Joe Biden there like wiping his eyes. He, could, I mean, listen, I have, I, I, my, my grandparents have passed, God rest their souls, but they, they were getting up there. And if my Nana ever had a uh, spicy meatball, right? Let's say she was eating something that had a little bit of a, a little bit of a, 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 a flame to it, a red pepper flake. Oh boy, howdy, was she ever in pain? There is a very specific way that this generation ate. My grandmother was a lot of applesauce. My wife's parents, they're still alive. They're in their 90s. They eat canned ham, spam, uh, boiled beans. There's a very different flavor palette for this generation than our generation, which is a lot more, I think, uh, Southwestern inspired and infused. Lots of hot sauces, chipotle, lots of spices, right? Boy, Joe Biden was in pain. He was sending over that jalapeno pizza. <laughs> and the troops were disgusted by it because the troops are sitting there saying, look at the looks, look at their faces. Look at the looks on these faces of these young men. I feel so bad for them because if you are going to be sent into war, anytime that these troops, these troops are essentially on the front lines, right? They're in Poland. They're right next to the border of a country that is a war zone right now. These troops should have the confidence of their commander-in-chief that he will stand up for them, that he is strong, that he's not going to be put down by a uh, fleck of jalapeno pizza. But here's Joe Biden wheezing and coughing and crying and then spiraling them towards war, ratcheting up the tension and the heat. The point is to project strength and peace through strength. The point of a visit like this would be to serve the troops to not choke and cry over a pizza that dislodged your Werther's original rolling around in the back of your dentured mouth, not to fill up your depends with spicy refuse, and then to run away while declaring war and having to be corrected multiple times. But that's exactly what happened. So Joe Biden goes ahead and tells the troops that they'll see how bad Ukraine is when they are there. That's a quote, when they are there. You want to hear it happen? Here's the clip. You're going to see when you're there, sometimes you've been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of front of a damn tank, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. They're incredible. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Okay, well, that had to be corrected by the White House. The White House had to say, oh, wait, haha, we're not going to be deploying the 82nd Airborne to Ukraine even though Joe Biden's sitting there saying, when you're in Ukraine, you're going to see this, this, that, and the other. You're going to see Tiananmen Square, right? You're going to see people standing in front of tanks saying, get out of here. What? What do they feed this guy? What do they feed this guy? You know? Like, who's in charge here? What do they feed this guy? What does this guy think Ukraine... Like, what does he think is happening? What do they think Ukraine is? The president has been clear. We're not sending U.S. troops to Ukraine. Okay, got it. All right. Well, what, what's next? 
Joe Biden calling for regime change in Russia. Joe Biden saying that Putin cannot stay in power. That's the exact words. That's the quote. It's on your screen. Go. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. Uh, okay, so Joe Biden saying this man cannot stay in power. What does that mean? That means that it's a call for regime change. And everybody knows this. This has been the strategy of the uh, this has been the strategy of the American intelligence community for a very long time in Russia. There's an old tweet from John Brennan saying, "Hey, we got to get regime change in Russia." There's an old clip from like 2020 with John Brennan calling for regime change in Russia. This is the former head of the CIA. So what is that going to say to an already hot situation that's going to kick your foot directly into a bee's hive? You're going to then punt the hot hornet's nest over the house. It's not going to be pretty. Directly into your backyard with your kids. It's dangerous. The White House had to walk it back. The White House says in an official statement, the president's point was that Putin can't be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors in the region. That's not better. This isn't better. I, I'm sorry, guys. This is like, again, if Vladimir Putin was saying that, you know, America should have no power on its borders. What? <laughs> it's, it's not better. Anthony Blinken had to go back and like try and, and try and like reword that. The whole thing is a nightmare. It is dangerous. We got to get this guy out of office. People could say, what about Kamala? Kamala would be so bad. She would be. She'd be really, really bad. I'm not sure she'd be better. But I know what Joe Biden is. I've seen Joe Biden. And this is getting us in dangerous territory. I mean, I'm telling you guys, this is getting us in terrifying territory. And America's starting to see it. The polls are beginning to show, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden is getting clobbered. I think that there was this really low information musings out there by some of the dumbest people in the corporate press saying that, you know, the war in Ukraine is this like Churchillian moment for Joe Biden. And he's standing up strong and he's really defending democracy and blah, 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 blah. freedom from the guy who brought you the vaccine mandate. That's right. Freedom from the man who doesn't say a single thing about Canada trampling old women with horses and debanking people for having the wrong political views. Joe Biden wobbling around the world and talking about freedom. The man who wanted to steal your capacity to provide for your children if you did not take the medicine that he demanded you take. Ladies and gentlemen, people see through it. And that's why Joe Biden is now hitting a record low 33% in the, uh, uh, which poll is this? NBC News poll. What? What? This is the NBC News poll? I thought this was real. I thought it was the real clear politics average. We have that poll coming up. This is in the NBC News poll? Again, the reason why I'm blown away is because polling is broken. The reason polling is broken is because corporate media has shot itself in the foot enough times that when NBC calls a Republican or CNN calls a Republican household and says, hey, we want to conduct a poll, the Republican goes, click. Oh, you're NBC? Click. And you don't get a good poll out of that. You over-index for Democrats. They over-index for liberals on these polls. And so this is the suppression poll. 
Suppression polls when, of course, you're putting out poll numbers in order to like boost your side. Remember how Joe Biden was going to win Wisconsin by 40 points and he was going to, Hillary Clinton was going to win 40 states in 2016. Remember that? Donald Trump was going to get zero electoral votes in 2016. Those are suppression polls. Those are meant to discourage people. They're designed that way. This is the suppression poll of NBC News saying that only 33% of Americans approve of Joe Biden's handling of the economy compared with 60% who disapprove, and that's the most important number, quite frankly. The economy is the thing that hits home. 52% approved of Biden on the economy and 43% disapproved a year ago. This is a seismic shift. This is not sustainable. I think you're going to see the destruction of the Democratic Party for an entire generation. The numbers almost precisely mirror the answer uh, to the question, do you think your family's income is falling behind, staying even, or going up faster? 62% believe their income was falling behind, and 31% believed it's staying about even. 38% of Americans, according to NBC News, said that Biden and his policies are to blame for inflation. Yikes! Whoa! 28% said the pandemic is primarily responsible and uh, uh, and 23% blame corporate price increases. We always say it on the show, there's 20% of the population that will just believe whatever bilge shoved their direction. They're just going to clap. They're going to change their bio pick to the thing of the day, the current thing. That's the meme. What is the current thing? I will accept the current thing. I'll post the black square. I'll put the Ukrainian flag in my bio. I'll, I'll do the six-foot social distancing. I'll tell you every time I've been vaxxed and boosted. That's the current thing, people. There's always going to be about 20%. Those people don't have anywhere near a majority. The majority of the people are us. We're about 80% of the nation. Common sense, well-informed people who just want to be left roundly the hell alone. We want a currency that operates, potholes that gets filled in our streets. When our streets have a pothole in it, you fill the damn pothole. Keep our currency secure, keep my speech free, keep my bank account filled by having an economy that functions and keep my dollar worth something if I'm going to believe in your damn fiat currency. Of course, Joe Biden can do none of those things. Go ahead, look at Pete Buttigieg, our transportation secretary, and ask yourself, could that man fill a pothole if you even asked him to? If you gave him a bucket of asphalt and a shovel and a hard hat, what would Pete Buttigieg do with it? If he was staring at a pothole, he'd probably like crawl inside the pothole and put the, uh, put, the, put the shovel over himself and cry. This is a new crippling low for Biden. He is not being saved by Ukraine. He's not being saved by standing up to, standing up to Putin. <laughs> Can't even eat a slice of jalapeno pizza, but he'll take on Putin. Yeah, right. NBC News puts Biden approval at 40% record low for the network survey, 55% disapprove. Those numbers fall in line with 538's aggregation of the polls. 538's composite aggregation was 42% approval. He's done for. You're done. You're finished. He's finished. He's finished. Sunday's survey saw respondents asked, how much confidence do you have in Biden's ability to navigate the Russia's uh, brutal attack in Ukraine, which of course we disavow and we are saddened by? The largest share, 44%, said they have very little faith in the president. And 27% say they just have some confidence. Wow. 71% say in this poll that they have very little to no confidence in Joe Biden's ability to handle the Ukraine crisis. 
That's because, as we just covered, Joe Biden has been telling our troops wrongly that they're going into war or that Vladimir Putin needs regime change while choking on a piece of jalapeno in order to project strength. The White House having to correct and clean up the old man with the loose dentures on aisle seven every single time he opens his mouth. This combined with the fact that Joe Biden is definitely not going to be able to withstand the amount of impeachment allegations that come against him, the amount of subpoenas that will come against the White House, a very firm, smart, and young, young, active. I know Daryl Issa. He's an active dude. Daryl Issa. You don't want to get slapped by Daryl Issa, Chris Rock. Let me tell you. Elise Stefanik, very young. Kevin McCarthy, spring chicken. Man, you got some people who are young and who are ready to rumble when it comes to the House. And then Ted Cruz, quite frankly, the most powerful senator in America because Ted Cruz commands the largest audience and the largest loyalty of support. Mitch McConnell try and do a rally with Mitch McConnell and then have Ted Cruz do a rally in Texas and see who has more people show up. That's how you, you figure out who has actual support and who has the power from the people. And that's all that matters. These people saying that the days are numbered for the Biden crime family. So don't expect it to get any better for Joe Biden. Expect it to get a lot worse. Things will always get better in this country because we believe in this country. We believe in three things among above all in our priority list. God, family, and country. We organize our life like that. We love beauty on this show. We love speaking truth on this show. And we're going to speak it. You must fight culture. You must engage in the battle. If you're not engaging, then you're losing. If you're not fighting, you're losing. The left pushes where there is mush. And if they do not have a strong defense, then they will continue to try and make us unfree people. We were born free. We were born into this country. I was born in 1986 into a very different America, and I intend to get that America back, damn it. It's a great country. It's an awesome country. A Michael Jordan poster on my wall. And I was drinking my high C. I was living large. Things weren't all broken and shattered and political. There was a culture that embraced real traditional values and then embraced actual harmony inside of the family. And we want that. We want this to be a happy place. We want America to be a place where you want to live. And we want America to be strong and the world to be peaceful through our own strength and competence and our faith in ourselves. We love this place a lot and we are going to fight for it. God bless all of you. My name is Benny Johnson and this was The Benny Show.